Clubhouse Fantasy Football Podcast, Episode 2, Season 2021. This episode today is brought to you by none other than 7-Eleven Pizza. Drop in today and get your ready-made, ready-to-go, already cold 7-Eleven Pizza. Today is the draft recap. I have my potential, and I say potential because I haven't run this by him. My potential co-host, Francesco, Giuseppe, Mirandi. We get into everything from the draft starting 31 minutes late and how that could have affected some people to the folks that could have used the extra dollars to who we think will be in the Final Four Royal Rumble to the teams we think will be fighting for the toilet bowl or better said all about seventh place. Back by popular demand last year, uh, we are back with a fantasy football draft recap. Uh, we're going to run down through uh, the draft results team by team here. Uh, there's no method to the madness. There's no science behind it. Uh, might even, depending on how we feel, give out some uh, our projected standings, projected records. Uh, but I have not added up the totals prior to this, so they might not even make sense. They're just going to be based off of feel. Um, and joining me today, I have none other than Frankie Mirandi coming in. Uh, he's going to give his input. We're going to go down through each one. Um, my side of things, I'm going to give one player that I like, one player that I don't like, uh, a little bit of the overall team. And yeah, just give a feel for it. Uh, I don't know what Frankie has in store for it. He just pulled up the, uh, team results. I showed him how to get there. So this should be good. Frankie, how you doing? Doing great, but I'm also uh, also the defendant champ here. This is the first podcast since I uh, took home the trophy here, so that's got to be that's got to be on the record. It sounds like uh, Goodell purposely left that out of kind of the the opening statement here. Yeah, that's um that's, that's pretty like, it, Yeah, there's gonna be one other guy on the North Shore. Maybe you can hear him from his house up there. <laughs> uh, that's gonna be saying the exact same thing. It's exactly what he was thinking. Um. Uh, and hey, you know, without further ado, let's get into Chubby Cheese, who uh, is back for, what, a third, maybe fourth year, um, headlining Nick Chubb as his star player slash bell cow. Um, I'll let you go first on yeah, this but- one as a fellow North Shore alum, um, also resident. Uh, what, do you, what are your thoughts on Grunts' team here? Yeah, before we get into the squad, Chubby yeah. cheese? What what are we what are we doing here? Is that supposed to be Chucky Cheese? Is that the is that the joke here? <sighs> chubby cheese? It Chubby it's, Cheese kinda sounds like gross. It's like like it's not, cheese. It's not his best one. It's, <laughs> like, I, I mean I, I thought he was Cotton Eye Joe's show, which we're gonna get to that in a minute. I don't even know what's going on with that one either. Yeah. Um Yeah. Chubby Cheese isn't his best. Um <laughs> he's he's had probably fifteen different variations of uh, a Nick Chubb 
sort of pun, but uh, this one's really bad. And I really can't give him credit for the other ones because, you know, if he's had 15 of them, 11 of them weren't his. <laughs> the other four were found on Google. Yeah, that sounds about right. Grunts, is, Grunts has been known to, to Google uh, yeah. once or twice. So, I mean, if we're diving into Chubby Cheese, like, we're looking at Chubb instantly. And isn't yeah. the isn't the idea of Chubb that, like, Chubb's falling in drafts. You can get Chubb cheaper than what you should. Like, you're paying for Chubb as, you know, RB8, 9, 10, and, you know, he might outperform to be RB4 or 5. Grunts is paying top dollar. 49 bucks. <laughs> Is, is top dollar, most expensive on his team, and it's going to be rivaling some, like, really, really good players. And if I remember correctly, which I do because I have a great memory, similar to, like, a, a an elephant, I believe a, a female elephant's memory is is the best in the animal kingdom. I was sitting next to Grunts at the draft, and Grunts was just waiting. So Grunts waited this entire time to unload a 50 spot on Chubb. I, yeah. I don't like it. I, I borderline either. hate it. I'm not going to say I hate it because I think Chubb's going to be good, but I don't like it. Um, just a fun little side note here that I just looked up. I hope it remains true. I hope I'm not missing anything. But Chubb <laughs> comes out at 14 uh, for $49 to grunts. Um, that is from 14 on, so the, the time that Chubb got nominated, that is he's the highest player. The higher players, the most expensive players, have gone off before we get to Chubb. Um, and, yeah, we're looking at Chubb here. Um, I think Joe confuses real football with fantasy football. Um, Chubb is going for $3, $4 less than uh, Dalvin Cook. Um, quite a bit less than McCaffrey, but McCaffrey's kind of in his own territory there. Um, but yeah, he's he's going for you know four dollars less than Derrick Henry, uh, quite a bit less for than Kamara. We'll get into that at a later date. Um, but you know he's going for more than Saquon. I just don't see. I don't. I don't get the fascination, uh, infatuation with uh, with Chubb here from Grunts. <laughs> Dude, I don't understand I, where it comes from. A, <laughs> I like accidentally scrolled down to look at other teams and I realized that no one was getting. 12 one dollar players like grunts <laughs> yeah um yeah he's just i don't what is he's yeah i don't know what is going on here he's got what do you know why he likes chubb so much uh i think him and mikey heard you say maybe two years ago with when it was a hot take that chubb is like the best runner in the nfl and it just stuck to them and yeah. Chubb was good last year, and he's going to be good this year. But it's – especially in a PPR league, it's stupid. And Kareem Hunt led the league in red zone carries last year. People don't yeah. want to – people don't want to talk about it, think about it, acknowledge it. But it's like – yeah. it's I, I hate the Chubb bid. And then if we keep rolling, like Terry at 38, I love Terry. So yeah. – I'm not going to hate that. He's not a thirty-eight dollar wide out, but we're going to see other wide out like it, we're going to see other wide outs that I probably like Terry more, and they probably went for more. So it feel it feels high just from knowing like doing mock drafts or something. But for our personal league, it felt like 
he felt like he was the best of the tier two guys. And those yeah. tier one guys went for so high. Yeah. So, but like when you look at A Rob at 31, obviously maybe Steven those numbers should be a little closer. Yeah. 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 I can see that. But I, I like Terry. I think Terry's yeah. going to be good. I think, I mean, he seems not very good though. No. <laughs> I like Terry. A Rob's a beast, but that's another thing. Like I've had A Rob a million years in a row, and now yeah. he's got A Rob. A Rob's gonna be a beast. I don't know what to. Th- I, I want to hear your take on Antonio Gibson because I feel like people either think he's a top five running back or don't even know who he is. And yeah. I'm not. I'm not sold on him at all. He went. He's going in second rounds. I mean, he went yeah. for thirty dollars. What do, What do you think? So I don't want to bore everyone with the details of Antonio <laughs> Gibson, but Antonio Gibson came out of college as a wide receiver. Um, and it's funny because JD McKissick is getting all their passing down work. Um, <laughs> the, the he couldn't, JD he couldn't really pick up the blitz, I think is the problem. Um, I think he's going to be good, but at the same time, the roster construction here is Terry and Antonio Gibson. Uh, they both can't score at the same time. Um, <laughs> you'd think one might have a good game at one week. One might have a good game another week and just kind of catch the upside as they both can't be scoring. Uh, so Dude, it sounds they, like you're not in on the wide receiver running back double dip. Uh, no, I'm not. Like if Antonio Gibson had played quarterback in college, maybe Grunts got that confused. He knew he played a different position. He just forgot it was wide receiver and not quarterback. Um, maybe that could have, you know, worked out. Maybe he thought he was like another Darnell Robinson, but, um, <laughs> I mean, yeah, he's, I, a, he's not a playoff team. Like, no, no doubt. We don't, I, I mean, don't have we, him. I don't have him in the playoffs. I have six teams in the playoffs right now. Uh, Grunts is not one of them. Um, also at pick number 51, I, I do love DJ Moore. I think we've both said it in chat that we like DJ Moore, but looking at this, I didn't realize. Um, that at pick 51, Grunt spent $15, which was his last, <laughs> it was his max bid on a player. Uh, at pick 51, he bid $15 for DJ Moore. He got him. He was down to $1 players for the rest of the draft. Didn't get another player for 40 picks, um, which was Tua. I don't like the DJ Moore pick at that point, especially when Grunt isn't sold on him. I don't know what he was doing there. <laughs> he went from seven to sixteen, just one dollars, and just read through these: Tua, Debo, Chark, Noah Fant, Jarvis Landry, Terrence Marshall, Marquise <laughs> yeah. Brown, Kenyon Drake, Devontae Parker. That's like the the meat of his team. Like, yeah. his and whole team I, is scrubs. I think that Joe is realizing it, coming to some sort of grips with it, because. He's spending waiver dollars right now. This this podcast is being done a little bit after the draft. We've had a game being played already that I'm going to try to not let influence this. But um, Grunts is grasping at straws. Uh, he's already spent over $10 of waiver wire money when I don't think anybody's even put a bid in with him. <laughs> like, we all have our teams. We drafted these teams. We drafted these guys. Um, unless something major happens, such as an injury or, or someone getting cut and picked up somewhere else. We're really not changing around a lot. That's why we drafted these guys and didn't draft a different guy. Um, but Grunts is, he's acting like he's harvesting crops out here. He's, 
He's he's doing the classic scramble. He's bidding three three dollars on a guy, then dropping that guy. Bidding three dollars yeah. on another guy, dropping that guy. He, it, I respect wild. it. But he's scrambling. It's wild to be panicked in week zero. I feel I feel for him. He already has admitted that he thinks trading prior to week one is quote tricky. Um, he's he's not in a good headspace right now. Quote, quote tricky. Yeah, it's way easier in week six than you trade Devontae. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's just not in a good headspace at the moment. Um, I hope he can pull out of it. Scrambly um, eggs grunts. Yeah, but at the same time, I- I've been saying it all summer long. Um, we don't have the scrubs in the league that we used to have. Uh, the guys that would stop paying attention after week four or the guys that just didn't have a clue all year round. If you are not in a good headspace and you are just grasping at straws, running around with a chicken, like a chicken with your head cut off, you're going to get pounded in this league. <laughs> so the, the one thing I'll say before we move on, I do like Terrace Marshall. Yeah. So I don't Same. like, having, I don't like having both DJ Moore and Terrace Marshall. Yeah. But Marshall's a, he was definitely a $1 target for me as well. So I'll give, yeah. I'll give Grunts that little bit of shout out, but he needs, he needs to do some some moves. His team, st- his team stinks. Yes. My closing thoughts on this are that I had Nick Chubb as his most overvalued player uh, at $49, and I don't want the um, Antonio Gibson talk to be confused. I like Antonio Gibson. I don't know if I like him with Terry. I thought Antonio Gibson at 30, seeing where everybody else kind of went, uh, was one of his better buys, just because, frankly, there aren't a lot of buys on here. Um, yeah, so I have been pegged as a non-playoff team. Do you have him as a playoff team? No, I, I, I don't have him as a playoff team. And I agree. I think Chubb was his worst buy and I'm, I'm going to stay pat with DJ Moore at 15. That's, that's okay. his best buy. Okay. Um, moving on now, we are on to Cotton Eye Joe show. Um, this is Russ, not to be confused with. Uh, a Joe we have in the league that we just talked about, Joe Grunts, uh, who everyone I know has made the mistake at this point of can think of looking for Joe's team and going to Cotton Eye Joe. Do so, you know the Cotton Eye Joe though? No, you don't I don't know, know who Joe Show is. What? No, no, no. Do you know the Cotton Eye Joe? Yes. You know how to do the Cotton Eye Joe? No. Jeez, jeez. Oh yeah. no, no, no. If you no. If you, yeah, yeah, okay, it's a dance, but I just yeah, don't know I, the Cotton Eye Joe yeah. show. I don't know what the S C H O thing is, but yeah. damn, D, we, I'm not doing the Cotton Eye Joe. Yeah, well, so. yeah, it sounds like you don't even know what it is. Well, after that'll be a that'll be a conversation <laughs> for another time. Um, yeah, so Cotton Eye Joe looking at his team in our division from the defending champion standpoint, mm-hmm. he, I think he has a playoff team. I think yeah. he has a playoff team as, as yeah. currently constructed, though him and I clearly share different theories. I'm wide receiver heavy. He's clearly running back heavy. Yeah. I focus on like just scrubs. He, he doesn't have a lot of scrubs. Like he has right. enough players that are filling out the majority of his roster. I'm like, I'm like yeah. chunky cheese over here. Yeah. Um, so, so we'll, so Najee at 37, I feel like is, I'm blah on it. I think it's I think it's high, but it feels like the cost of of going for him. I think Najee is going to be very blah this year too, meaning yeah. boring. 
yeah. I, I, I'm going to compare him to the guy that's already on his team, Josh Jacobs. Josh Jacobs, what, was a rookie, was it last year or two years ago? Two I don't know, ago, 1,000 yeah. yards, maybe like seven touchdowns, like just a, a solid season that was whatever. Like, not just, like what Clyde Edwards Hilaire did last year. He had a whatever season. Like, I don't, right. I don't expect fucking 1,600 rushing yards, 15 touchdowns, any of this bullshit. Plus, the Steelers stink. I, yeah. Unless you got Claypool, they, they stay. Yeah. Um, Derek Henry again feels high, even though yeah. he just rushed for two thousand yards. I sound like an idiot, but it's he. It feels so fucking high. And then when I'm looking at DK at forty four, we were just talking about Terry at thirty eight. We're looking at right. Allen Robinson at thirty one. Like DK is too high. Yeah. And then, but I mean. The rest of the stuff, like, feel like good buys. Like, those running backs at the end of the draft, the Carson, Jacobs, like, we'll get into more guys, but, like, they're going for solid running backs. We're just going for, what, clearly $16 or less. Yeah. And I love Robert Woods. Love Robert Woods. Yeah. I do like Robert Woods as well. Um, I'm with you on the Najee Harris thing. I think that he's not going to be – I don't – I just really don't like him. I think the $37 is fine to pay for him. Um. You know, because it's it's less than Saquon. It's right around there with the other guys that are going sort of in that tier. Um, it's a little bit more than Antonio Gibson, which I think is correct. Um, it's less than Aaron Jones. It's less than Zeke. It's less than Jonathan Taylor. Um, it is more than Austin Eckler. I think I just got Austin Eckler with the virtue of uh, having him be like, Brought out as the fortieth player. And that was uh, so that, hold on. That was last year too. I know Eckler ended up getting hurt, but I got Eckler last year for probably like twenty five, thirty bucks, and it was yeah. definitely because it was at the end of like the draft, going into the scrubs, and people just didn't have money for. Him. Right, exactly. So I don't think that they're apples to apples to compare. If Eckler comes out at pick number two, where Najee Harris comes out, he probably goes for forty, uh, right around there. Anyways, um, I think that Derrick Henry at fifty three, I agree, is an overpay. I think. Um, I just feel like what more can Derrick Henry do, uh, than he did last year? And he still like, wasn't the best running back. Um, you know, so he's, I guess, <laughs> but do you like, know how dumb we sound when we're saying this dude got 2000 yards last year and he was, he was the only thing that was stopping me from winning the championship last year is a, was King Henry. And thankfully yeah. like, Whatever. Tannehill ran for ran a forty yard touchdown. Like if that went the other way, I probably could have lost that championship. It's like yeah. so we sound like idiots, but I agree, dude. Fifty three feels way too fucking high. Yeah. Um I would never yeah, never do it. I'm but. just not interested in it. Especially because he doesn't catch any he doesn't catch any passes. Um so if he isn't getting you a hundred yards and a touchdown, he's getting you like eight points some weeks. But you know it doesn't happen a lot, but you know the week fourteen, fifteen, sixteen yeah. feeling of like I want to see anyone but Derrick Henry. Yeah, here comes Derrick Henry, right. Um, What do we – all right, so you and I are going to disagree. What about Tanny? You don't like Tannehill this year. I don't like Tannehill this year. Um, Fine. Yeah, I mean, I think that what kept him afloat, what kept Russ afloat was being able to get these three quarterbacks for $8 altogether. Yeah, but I one think of that, these quarterbacks you know, is, is very much unlike the others. Right, for sure. But he's not he's not terrible. He's not – I mean, we've got teams in this league that aren't starting the second quarterback. Um, no, I think, I think I think Tanny's 
legit. Oh, you think Tanny is a legit? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I feel like you're down on him. Like, I feel like you think he might not even be a top 10 QB. Um, like I think he's I think he's closer to being being elite. Like I think I think we're gonna get into it. I think that's easily his best buy. Like no yeah. doubt. Um I don't think yeah, I'm not on the Tannehill train like that. Um I think when you're looking at other guys around his area, um not the super elite elite quarterbacks, like Jalen Hearns for seven, Joe Burrow for three, which is on his team obviously, so that's a little bit different. Uh but I think that Matt Stafford went for like seven bucks. I think that's where he's supposed to be. Um, I don't see Tannehill. I mean, maybe he's top. He could be a top 10, but I think his, his ceiling is like eight. Um, I don't think we ever see him get, get way up into the, into the top tier, like top five. Okay. So last year, Tanny was seven in our league. Yeah. He was like a solid 50 points out from being kind of elite, but yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. I think that that's kind of where he's at. Um, I do. I I like his team. I think he's got a decent team. I think that um, I don't. I don't particularly like his running backs. Um, but it might not be from a production standpoint. It might be just because I don't really think that they're flashier or, or I think that they're quote boring. I think too many running backs. Um, too many running backs. Also, yeah. Corey Bus Davis. We're gonna have to. We're gonna have to touch upon Corey Bus Davis. Corey Davis is highlighted on my sheet, and highlights on my sheet mean that I think it's their best buy. <laughs> At pick number ninety nine, Russ Cutnad Joe took Corey Davis for two dollars. I think that's the best buy <laughs> on his team. Oh my god! Spare me. Yep. I, I have. I have a share of Corey Bus Davis, but yep. nothing more than. Corey Bus Davis, like you. That's think, where I'm at on it. Damn. Um, my worst, my worst buy is Derrick Henry. I think that at fifty three dollars, he just has to repeat for two thousand yards, and I just don't think that he's going to do that. Yeah, I mean, I I have the worst buy at DK. It's people are probably going to hate on me. Worst yeah. buy DK, best buy Tanny. I, yeah. I think it's, I think it's pretty easy for me. Yeah, um, but you think he's a playoff team? Yeah, yeah definitely. Okay, all right. I think he's a solid, solid team. I think he's a playoff team as well. Um, moving on to... He came in last last year, right? He did come in last. He came in last <laughs> with two wins. Two wins yeah, versus... Right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, versus a name that first. we won't mention. Well, he, let's he's going to get too much black. Yeah. But let's stop for a second. Okay. Came in last. Came in dead last. He did come in last. So let's, He's lucky let's, that there's not a punishment. Yeah, he's lucky we're not... Yeah, yeah, okay. He's lucky he's allowed back. Yeah. After right. that miserable performance. Yeah, that's what um, I like to hear. That's what I like to hear, Kamish. <laughs> Next we have... The uh, is gang of misfits. I always wonder what the, what is going on with this thing. The gang of misfits. Maybe he could change this this year to the gang of quarterbacks. QB gang. Um, because this guy drafted five. All five. elite. All elite. Um, and I'm just going to get into it real quick. Where <laughs> this guy, first off, let's not leave it off the record when we're looking back at this. This guy was 30 minutes late to the draft. I don't know what the reasoning was. He could have a great reason. He said he wanted to let it marinate. He said, if I knew that I would feel bad, I don't know, and I don't feel bad. Um, It could be something very real. Uh, I understand that. But at the same time, there are nine other guys 
right there, ready to draft and have lives of their own and had to put that on hold for an extra 30 (laughs) minutes because of Brando. Um, Not being able to prepare himself enough for something that had been on the table for over two months uh, and to be there at 7 p.m. So he is late. Maybe the reason he was late flabbergasted, or I wouldn't, I won't say that, uh, had flustered him enough into forgetting a complete draft strategy. Commission's uh, a little cold. Commission's a little cold. Yeah, we'll get into the good parts. But no, no, you, because, yeah, but Commission's a little cold. Are you, are, it sounds like you're contemplating some type of punishment? Like, is there, what, what type? No, 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 this is this is the punishment here. Okay, okay. This is the punishment. Yeah, uh, yeah. It feels. I mean, it's it's, it's pretty. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. It, it didn't go unnoticed. <laughs> um, I think that you know maybe the same reason he was late is the same reason that he has five quarterbacks on his team. <laughs> uh, because he is a QB gang is elite. A, a QB gang is elite. With an elite trader. Brando is not an elite trader. Um, I'm going to lay the cards on the table. He is not Whew. an elite trader. Um, Why do we is, say that? He's a second guesser. Um, he doesn't trade with conviction. Um, and he's unable to reach at certain points when you tr- are trying to trade with him. So, well, hold on. But that I is, that could, be a, that could be a strategy. Could be. Trying to be unreachable. Trying to be elusive. At the same time, you don't really hold the cards when you have five QBs on your team. You yes, Brandon. you could have you could have three. Um, someone could want your third. That is one thing. Everybody in the league right now knows that Brandon has to get some of these QBs off his team. He spent sixteen dollars, which I will get into in a moment, on Aaron Rodgers at a very crucial part of the draft. Um, <laughs> Great and- goodbye. <laughs> good price. Now he's stuck with it. The sixteen dollars could have been spent on, you know, the likes of Claypool, Miles Gaskin, Jamar Chase, Trey Sermon, Jerry Judy. Uh, the list goes on and on. Burrow went for three dollars after that. Um, I got T. Higgins, DeAndre Swift after that. Robbie Anderson. Like, the list is lengthy. Brandon Ayuk went later. Tyler Lockett went later. $16, Aaron Rodgers, with two quarterbacks already. $16 was a mountain of cash. What did, what did they say? What did they say? Get him, Scoop. Is that what, is that what the kids said? <laughs> yeah. Jeez. So, yeah. So, first, first thing I'll, I'll say, you think Brandon know what, knows what a Pax is? So I'm ripping the, it's like a, it looks like a jewel, but it's, yep. it's weak. Oh, yeah. Set. Yeah, oh, yeah. He definitely so shout out. yeah, yeah, shout out. It's sick. Um, um I think, I think QB gang is elite, but other than yep. that, like, I don't think, it's, uh, eh, we'll pretend like last night didn't happen. I don't think his team's a playoff team right now, but I think QB gang is elite. Like, I think he's a couple moves away from being dangerous. Um, but you kind of mentioned that you don't think he can make those moves, but yeah, like, I mean, I don't like 
I'll never like Tyreek at that price. Like Tyreek to me is probably wide receiver one or two. I mean, I'll make conviction. He's, he's wide receiver two. He's definitely wide receiver two, but yeah. I'll never want to pay 54. But yeah. like, you're going to hate like Rogers at 16 is a great buy. Dak yeah. at 26. Great fucking buy. I don't like Lamar at 27 as probably you do, but like those two QBs are a great buy. I think fucking Trevor Lawrence at three is a great buy. Yeah. Um, but I don't think he's got a lot of, it'll be just interesting to see how good quarterbacks are. Like, I don't, yeah. he doesn't have enough. Like, he, he doesn't have enough, but like, if, if fucking Dak's the MVP of the league, dude, that's going to be an issue. Yeah. So I don't mind Tyreek at, at 54. I think that's fine. Devontae went for 57. I think that getting Sammy Watkins out of there and having a clear path, uh, by himself, um, could make Tyreek really, really good this year. Um, not saying that Sammy Watkins was this, Sounds like yeah. Sammy Watkins is like really, really good. No, but he was taking four or five targets, six targets a week. If two of those go to Tyreek, who is Sammy you know, Watkins doesn't better have, than Nicole Hardman? Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. He was. Um, That's trash. But Tyreek is playing, he's playing a, a position in wide receiver number two with like a 20% target share. If you want to compare that, like Calvin Ridley last year had like a 31% target share. Good. Um, good. So if he gets good. the targets, he's going to be, he's going to explode. Um, I just don't know if he gets to that point. But so if you look at Brando's team down to the Rogers pick, the team is good. I like Tyreek. I think Dak and Lamar for 26 and 27, considering that, um, I take, Josh Allen and Kyler Murray at 39 and 37. So he's getting discounts to both of those guys. He's got Julio. He's got James Robinson. Mark Andrews is the only offensive player left in Baltimore. Uh, and he's got Leviscus. So it's good. He, he literally just needed a couple more guys. Like what would you be thinking about at this team if he didn't take Rodgers at pick number 60 for $16? And he had it's it's it's, it's as simple as Matt, just swap. Look at grunts swap Rogers and like DJ Moore. That yeah. that really makes a huge difference for you. Or take Ayuk and Tyler Lockett and put them there. So now he's starting like Lavisca, uh, Julio, Ayuk, and Lockett with you know James Robinson and you know the unfortunate injury of Gus Edwards. Uh, he's got Mark Andrews at quarterback. Not unfortunate. Fuck the Ravens. Yeah. But he's got, he could have filled out a roster and he went for the trade. And I just don't think quarterbacks have that much trade value. You, Kamish, it sounds like you don't like someone thinking they can hold your league hostage. That's what a QB gang's saying. They think five QBs, he can hold this league hostage. I hope he holds all the quarterbacks hostage (laughs) for the entire year. Um, I hope he picks up a couple more. Uh, this is just me helping fellow league member Brando by saying, I don't know if Aaron Rodgers is really going to be worth that much, uh, to someone that is in need of a quarterback or if they're just going to continue rolling out with their other quarterbacks. And then, you're going to get, at some point this year, you're going to have Justin Fields and Trey Lance in, which are two quarterbacks that have their, in their, their 
guy in front of them now not rostered on a team. So two more quarterbacks from two more teams are going to be rostered and playing. Like it just, I don't know if it really, if it really works out. I don't, I don't see it. I think I see people going for like lesser options um, and things like that. But that's hey, just me. I think yeah. it's a blunder. What, um, uh, what do you think in terms of best buys, worst buys, playoff team? I think worst buy is easy enough for me. That's Aaron Rodgers, just based on where he was, how much he took him for. I don't think that 16, the price is too much, but 16 was capped. I remember vividly, it, you and I had the second most amount of money. We had like $9 maxes. Brando was at like a or you had a sixteen dollar max. That's why he had to pay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I had a lot. Yeah. And Brando had like thirty four dollars was his max bid. Like he capped us over and over again. Mm-hmm. Mine was like nine, so he could have bought the three players that I wanted, and one to maybe two that you wanted before he would have been down under max bids of us. Yeah. He could have continued to just cap us, take our player. That you hated he hated his draft strat. You hated his right. draft strat. Yeah. Uh, his best buy is Mark Andrews at six dollars, I think. Yeah. And playoff team or no? Uh, not a playoff team. Not a playoff team. Interesting. Okay. So I have uh, Lamar, worst, definitely worst, and okay. I have Lavisca Chenault best, Has and I best think buy? definitely best. I'm high on Lavisca Chenault. I think he's good. I think he's an Occupy slot. I think he's going to get a lot of the catches ETN was supposed to get. I think he's the best wide receiver on the team, too. So, yeah. And I would say playoff team. Okay. Yeah, I get, right. I get that much. I get that. Yeah, I get that faith in the, some of the QBs. I think they're too good. Okay. Um, moving on to Sean's team, uh, all about seventh place. Um, I don't think that Tampa Bay realizes that his team name was never locked. Um, and maybe he just doesn't know how to change it, but it, it was never locked and it still isn't locked. And he doesn't have to be all about seventh place now. (laughs) If I were him after looking at this team right here, I'd probably change it to all about 10th place. And, you know, maybe at some point, if it works out a little bit better, things break in his favor, uh, and he gets to ninth place, you know, it'll feel like a win for him. All right. Huh. Uh, yeah, it sounds like you already don't think he's a playoff team. <laughs> what are your thoughts on uh, on old, all about well, seventh place? Uh, we got to first mention Tom Brady, the yep. greatest player of all time, greatest yep. athlete in the history of team sports, just an all-time guy. He's yep. got him for 24 bucks. I think that's yep. a fucking steal. I think yep. Brady's going to have a monster year. I think Brady's ha- is going to really have a monster year. Um, okay. I expect over 40 touchdowns. Um, better than last year. He was probably top seven last year, close to it. Like, I expect him to, yeah, be very, very elite. Okay. Um, I think the entire offense is going through Brady. I don't think there's going to be running the ball. I think every point is coming from Brady, and I think they're going to score a lot of points. So... I like Brady. Uh, yeah. no, no surprise there. Miles Sanders, he stinks. He stinks. Uh, Mostert, he stinks. Ronald Jones, he stinks. <clears throat> James Conner, he stinks. Goddard, st- I, he's got Brady. I'm not really impressed with anyone else. 
Like D Hop's yeah. obviously good and Saquon's good, but I don't love the price there. I I don't think it seems that good. And I'm I no. know I'm definitely higher higher on it than you. Yeah. Um I think that I, I like I actually was going to try the strategy. So after being hard on Sean here, um, I am going to give you guys some or give you some some thoughts of what I like. Um, I did like the strategy of the Trey Sermon, uh, <laughs> Raheem Mostert strat um, because, you know, if one of them unfortunately gets hurt or uh, one of them becomes the clear back, like there is a back to own in like a, like a mega back. Like a, yeah, like it'll be bat. it'll be a if two plus one, one equals become, four type thing. Yeah, he got the backfield for a, a short amount of money, uh, and if something were to happen, it would be very easy for one of them to turn into a bona fide RB one. I think. Um yeah, you love it. I, I, yeah, I do. I like it. I think that you know we don't know what's going to happen in San Fran. Um, we don't know if Trey Sermon is going to be the guy or if they're going to go with Moser, or if it's going to be a timeshare or if they're going to turn it over at some point, blah, blah, blah. Uh, but we do know that Kyle is really good at drawing up running plays. So, you know, he might be able to come out with a winner there. So, uh, I'm into it. Um, I also like the, I think, I don't know if I like them too much at the price, but, uh, I like Jerry Judy and Odell uh, this year. So I think those could, could both be good. Um, DeAndre Hopkins, just uh, I'm just not feeling him. I know that everybody has him as the number four uh, wide receiver after um, Tyreek. Interesting. You don't, you're not feeling him, but you have Kyler. Not feeling him, Kyler. but you have Kyler. I think, that, I think Kyler's um, – Might rush for 1,000 yards. I think that Kyler is fine. I think that Kyler can hold his own. Um, but I don't know. I just don't want to D-hop at $48. Um, I don't want Mike Evans at 26 And I really – I passed up on Saquon in my initial first draft where you kind of don't know where guys are going to go. You're just seeing a lot of rankings and, you know, where people are going in terms of round. Um Saquon was 37 in that draft and I didn't take him there either. So I don't just, I just don't, I'm, I just don't want Saquon on my team. Well, um, damn, I disagree. I like Saquon. I just think yeah. I was expecting Saquon to be in low thirties. Like I was expecting people to be more concerned on Saquon. Yeah. I think, I think Saquon's legit. I just think he's going to miss a couple games. Like he's, yeah. that's what you're signing up for. I think that's why he's getting him at a discount. I think once, I think once he's back, he's going to be rolling. Yeah. Maybe. I just, I'm, I'm just not into it. I just think the team really stinks. I think they're always going to be down. Um, I think their offensive line stinks. I, I don't know if Saquon can get around that. Um, <laughs> the more yeah, I'm looking, just, the more I'm looking through his team, the more I'm kind of liking his team. All right. Like, um, not, not instantly hating it. Cause yeah, I like, I, mean, I like Damian Harris and I do yeah. like Judy, but it sounded like you didn't, you thought Judy, like that was his price tag. I actually, I think that's pretty low. Like I was, I, Judy would, in my mind was more of going to be like a 15 to $17 type guy. Like I have Judy. I, I think Judy's, I think Judy's really good. I'm a, I you know like me, I'm a roll tie band. Yes. I like Judy. Um, I don't think Judy's price tag is too high. I just didn't want it to be clarified as like, I thought it was a sweet bot. Yeah. Okay. That's what I'm going with. 
So I like Judy as the player. I think that Odell, if the Browns figured out the passing game last year when Odell got hurt, which I don't think was a product of Odell getting hurt, you just don't – your offense just doesn't get better when your star player gets hurt. Like, that's just not how this thing works. Um, Like – it wasn't like he was clogging it up and they were forced. Like, this is not, I think that's just all kind of like this gross hearsay. Um, can you touch upon the one QB strat before we get into best, worst in playoffs? Cause I, I know you have been dude, critical of the one QB strat. Dude. So <laughs> maybe. So maybe Brando was late to the draft because. Him and Sean were talking about draft strategies together. Uh, hold on. I'm trying to put the pieces together here. <laughs> uh, and Brando kept stalling because him and Sean couldn't get it figured out of, you know, how they were going to do this and have it work where there are eight other variables in the league and how they could both get the players that they needed to, you know, sort of like combine this super team maybe this weed super team um and then brando really saw the clock running out and then the third time that i paused it i only paused it for a minute maybe they shut it off at some point and sort of officer officer vanna over here the weed super team that maybe brando was supposed to get the quarterbacks and Sean was supposed to get the running whoa, back. Whoa, 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 whoa! I'm, I'm hearing, uh, I'm hearing a little collusion. Oh, that wouldn't be the first time amongst these two. Whoa, whoa! There is a history oh, of collusion yes. amongst two owners in which now you suspect collusion again. I wouldn't say collusion. And Kamish, before you answer, I want you to remember. That this is being recorded. You're on a recorded line. I am on a recorded line. I wouldn't say it's collusion. I would just say that they've been watched a couple times. In commission, as, as, as defending champ who, who certainly should be asking these questions on behalf of the league before we, you know, finish up with his team. Is there an, is there an open investigation into this? No. The investigation has been closed. Um, there was no wrongdoing, uh, but both teams uh, have had – are on the commissioner's watch list. No further questions. And, yep, yeah, that's so, – so back to it. Um, you know, this is just purely speculation, uh, but maybe they panicked after 31 minutes of delaying the draft. They panicked. Brando was going to get all the quarterbacks. Sean was going to get the running backs. And, you know, that Brando didn't think that was the plan anymore. And now Brando's got five quarterbacks. Sean's got one. Um, and Sean's just kind of like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> and I, I don't, that's the only thing I can think of, man. But Brady uh, is, is like any, almost one and a half QBs. Is there any other reason that you could think of that somebody would leave a two quarterback draft with one quarterback? It's in unacceptable. League, it's unacceptable if he didn't have Brady, but he has Brady. In a league where quarterbacks score so many points, I understand that the quarterback, you know, you might not want to trade for them because 
you know, they, a lot of them can score. It's set up so that like the rushing quarterbacks aren't that much greater than the passing quarterbacks because we have the bonus system. It's a great scoring system. I'll toot my own horn for that. But you need a quarterback. You need one. You need the second one. So it's, who do you who do you think his best buy and worst buy? And is he a playoff team? His best buy. I'm going to go out on a whim here and talk about what I think I've been, what I've thought for most of the off season. I think that Trey Sermon at $3 is his best buy. I think that Saquon at 45 is his worst buy. I think he is not a playoff team. Not a playoff team. Okay. Yeah. I think, uh, I think worst buy is definitely Miles Sanders. Just the fact that he bought him. I'm out on Miles Sanders. And then okay. I think uh I think his best buy is is Judy. You and I disagree. I think Okay. I, I don't I mean I like Damian Harris, but I thought that's what he was gonna pay for. Like I think Judy yeah, yeah I thought Judy there was a chance he was gonna be like twenty dollars. Okay. Yeah. And uh not not a playoff team. Not a playoff team. No. Okay. But yeah. he's got Brady, so you never know. Yeah. Let's um let's get past your team. We'll get to both of our teams and talk about them. Uh, at the end, let's, let's move on to this team who was so rattled oh during God. the draft. He changed his name <laughs> and his avatar during the draft. The he worst team a, in the league. Maybe the worst, the worst team in the league. In, in league history. Maybe the worst constructed team coming out of the gate in Imagine history. Gee, would you, when you, when you, if you were to ever walk out of the draft knowing your team was really bad, would you instantly say, huh, I have a really good player. Maybe I should trade him. The worst team in league history. Um, no, to answer your question, sorry, I was just doing a little, a little thing there. Um, to answer your question, no. All right, I man. would. Worst team in the league. The worst team in the league. Um, this guy caught lightning in a bottle last year, got off to one of the best starts that we've ever seen in this league. Um, and not much. Is that fact checked, Commission? Is that fact checked? One of the best starts. Is that fact checked? If you would like it fact checked, I don't, I don't, I don't. I don't want to fact check, but that's, I, that's, yeah. All right. The actual facts are that it was the best start in league history through seven weeks. As the defending champ, I never once thought he was a threat. So that was, yeah, that was, that was where it was. Um, and you can, he left nothing. I mean, nothing. Um, nothing at all to be interpreted. Um, that it was nothing but pure luck. He left the draft this year. Um, he's rivaling grunts for one dollar players. Well, let me let's just start with this. We are 11 players into the draft, we have a very notoriously risk-averse Mike Kraft. He is the most risk-averse person that we have probably in the chat. Chad tries to act like it. Mikey takes the cake. 
He is the most risk-averse person. He wants to be risky really, really bad. He's just not. (laughs) Perfect example, last night we give him the under. 60 yards, Ezekiel Elliott. He has 12 yards with two minutes left to go in the first half. And Frankie Sharp's he over here trying to fucking middle it like I'm, I'm going to beat Vegas with the over of carries, under of rushing yards like a <laughs> moron. <laughs> so he has 12 yards. We go into the third quarter. We have seven minutes left to go in the third quarter. He's still got 12 yards. <laughs> he rushes for his longest rush of the game, 10 yards. He has 22 yards <laughs> with one quarter remaining. And Mike is freaking out. (laughs) He needs two times the amount of rushing yards that he has now to be able to even push the over. So what you're, what it sounds like is Mikey is so lame that you never in a million years thought he was going to bid $176 in the first 11 picks. He also didn't think he was going to do that, and when he did, he shit his pants. He caught himself off guard because Mikey came into this thing with his fucking police badge on, acting like he was going to come in here price and force everybody. Hold on. Congrats to the new congrats to the, the new dad. New dad here. He's, new a, he's dad. a new dad. Congrats. That was a new it was a probably first draft as a dad. You know, things happen. So yeah. Con- back back to the original Yeah, yeah, back. Congrats to that. We congratulated him on the <laughs> divisional podcast. From now on he can He's not getting horrible. D, the worst we we're gonna have to you're gonna as commission gonna have to address the the elephant in the room with his team because I can't look away from it because his team is bad. And so who do you dive in? Like what are we what are we thinking? I mean, I think Kamara's gonna be a bit beast, but dude, I mean, if you're getting Kamara for sixty six, ideally you're not getting Devontae for fifty seven. <laughs> Um, you can't, you can't, you can't be doing both. And I, I they're both too high for me. They're both too high for me. I don't know what happened here. I have no idea what happened. This is completely uncharacteristic of Mike. I'm not saying he's a good fantasy manager. I'm he's saying, not, he's, I'm a saying bitch. he's not a good fan. <laughs> he's a bitch. He is not ever price enforcing. He <laughs> is sitting over there like a jolly little Santa Claus when we're bidding up Sean. He would love to do it, but he never has the ball. I don't know where this came from, if he's got some new dad strength or what is going on. There's nothing to talk about here with this team. That's why I'm shitting on Mike. I'm sorry that this isn't about his draft results. There's nothing to talk about. He's got three players. Other than that, he's got Jameis, who's got grunts to throw to. He's got Matt Stafford, who could be really good. But he went for a price tag where everybody else in his caliber is going for. Um, he's got a guy with one good catch in the preseason. He's got Ben, who it was the only name he knew that he could get for $1 at the time. He drafted Latavius Murray, who was caught. He wasn't even <laughs> – he wasn't even – 
the second back on his team. He drafted him, I know for a fact, that he drafted him as the handcuff to Kamara, not knowing that Tony Jones Jr. was going to be his handcuff. Um, You're skipping over who he got. He got Calvin Ridley. Like, that's a big deal. Calvin Ridley going in the draft was wide receiver one, the best in the business. He's going to lead the league in receiving yards. He's probably going to get double-digit tutties. He's probably, let's say, what, 130 catches, maybe yeah. 115 catches, 1,500 yards, I don't yeah. know, 10, 11 touchdowns. Like, he's going to put up a, in, in, oh, like a, almost a 2014-esque AB season. Like, AB's season when he was almost when he was that good. Like, he, uh, he, he took home Calvin Ridley. Yes. So, I will say this, um, and we're not supposed to go off the script here, and I appreciate you not doing it during Brando's team, but there's not really a whole hell of a lot to talk about with this team here. Um, if I walk away with Devontae, Alvin Kamara, Calvin Ridley, and I know, I know, I know that I panicked <laughs> in the draft, I would hope that the last thing I do is panic again right after the draft and trade one of the only three players that I have. That's, that's, yeah. The, and that's the sad, the sad, sad reality that we are living in now. If Jameis and Matt Stafford and, you know, Miles Gaskin weren't that bad, if they were just average to where that they we've seen where they've been over the last few years, say Miles Gaskin, you know, averages over the first couple weeks of the season when you really need him because you don't really have a, a, a bunch of people filling slots for you. Say he averages 16 points. Say Matt Stafford and Jameis each together average 23, 24 points. You've got three studs. You can do it. You can manufacture some wins together until some shit opens up. You see who other players are. You see what they're doing. And you can formulate a team. That's what I did last year. I mean, I agree that I got uh, Dalvin Cook for cheap, for cheaper, way cheaper than I should have. But at the same time, I went into the draft bidding $75 on Christian McCaffrey, so a lot of money on a couple other players. Do you, and think, do you think Mikey would be able to make the same moves that you make? No. No, 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 I said it during the draft. We were sitting next to each other. The league might not know this, but Frank Grunt and I were sitting on the couch together. I saw it after 11 picks while I have the max. There was like buffers. There was like buffers like in between. It wasn't just like three dudes sitting on the couch. Yeah, yeah, we weren't weren't sitting together. We were sitting on a couch. Grunt was in the middle. So I do want that on on the record. Uh, He was in the middle. He was, yeah, he was sitting in the truck. Um. And Mike had a max bid of $15, 11 players in. <laughs> well, Frank wasn't getting another player for 15 more picks. <laughs> Frank had no players when Mike had no money. <laughs> and it's, it's, it's a bold, it's definitely a bold move to fade the, it's definitely a bit bold move to fade the strategy of the defending champ. It's a bold move. To do the opposite try, of the dude that just won the championship. Of the guy that you know that you don't have the fantasy football competence level of. If you want to sit there and say, la, 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 he pays for all of his information, 
blah, blah, blah. That same information is basically out there. It's free. You can get it. I just like it in a little bit clearer, easier to read. Tabs, that's basically all I'm paying for. Every site. So, so what you're saying is, is Vanalytics is actually just, you know, behind a firewall somewhere? Is that what you're saying? Vanalytics is, it's not, it's not homegrown knowledge? Vanalytics is definitely behind firewalls, but behind tape, behind firewalls, behind all that. Always be tailing. That's what, that's what I got there. Um, I don't have a Best Buy on my <laughs> I don't. There isn't one. It doesn't have a Best Buy. What are you giving her a worst buy? All three of them. <laughs> All three of them. Devontae oh. at 57, Kamara at 66, Calvin Ridley at 53. They are all the worst buys because of the place they put Mikey in. Mikey has dug himself a grave at this point. Um, he isn't even putting up a fighting chance. He's acting like a little child. Um, he's waving the white flag. He's got no fight left in him. He, I feel bad for Rory to have this as your father figure. So I will obviously say his best buy is definitely Calvin Ridley. I mean, if I had the chance to bid on Calvin Ridley, I'd probably bid like a hundred dollars. So <laughs> Calvin Ridley's definitely the best buy. And then uh the worst buy I don't know, picks eight picks eight through sixteen. <laughs> He's my pick to finish last. He's my pick to finish last. We can we can yeah. move on from Mikey. Yeah, he is not a playoff team. I don't have him as a playoff team either. Nope. Um I don't think that he no, so, he's not any he's so I've named three teams that aren't going to make the playoffs, and you've named how many? I have you've named, named three, but we have a different three. Are you keeping track? I have yes. I have only so far named uh, three. And you have Grunts, Brando, Drake. I have named one playoff team, Ross. Oh, 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 one playoff. All right, yeah, yeah. We're going, we're going Oppo here. Um, yeah, it's a uh, yeah, whatever math here I'm doing four. I have one it's easier out. it's easier for me to count to four so I'm doing the four teams that aren't making the yeah, playoffs. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah, I have one playoff team so far. That is rough. Got it. We right. are following up here with mix in a clue Mike, which he doesn't he does have Joe Mixon. Damn. Alright. <laughs> He's back. <laughs> um I didn't notice that. I didn't realize that. I'm happy that he has him. It's a great team name. It couldn't be more fucking fitting this year. It was a little bit out of place last year, I will say. Um, telling Mike to mix in a clue when he's 16-0 and 0 and dominating us just was like a weird look. Um, but <laughs> it's back. Mike's the worst team in the league. So, yeah, I mean, maybe he should mix in a clue. <laughs> What do you think of, of Gallagher's team? First thing I think is 74 is so fucking high, but McCaff's the best player in, in fantasy. I yeah. think um, I think simply because of him having McCaff and Kelsey, I'm gonna say he's a playoff team. But he yeah. is he. I don't I don't like the roster. Like he only yeah. has, he's so top heavy, and since they're top heavy, like I think he with these scrubs where some of these scrub teams we're talking about, he's he's a couple moves away from being dangerous though like I love yeah. McCaff I love Kelsey obviously like you obviously love those guys but Montgomery's good I don't know about Mixon whatever but like he has Sutton I like Sutton yeah. I like Mike Same. Williams yeah. but like I obviously love Galladay but he's just I don't, I don't think he's playing football he's just kind of chilling he's 
He's yeah. cashing. He's cashing a paycheck. Yeah, um, so he's a few moves away. I, but I would yeah. say, like, I don't think his team's very good. But yeah. like I've like I've said already, like I really only think there's two, maybe three good teams in the league. Yeah. So. So Gallagher is one of those teams, and I hate to put this in. You have to. You have to look at the manager that's got the team to see if they're going to be a playoff team. Uh, because we're at the beginning of the year and we're trying to predict playoff teams. Um, Gallagher at some points in the league, I feel like could have, you know, a really bad starting team. And I'd probably still peg him for a playoff team. And I don't think that this is a really bad team. So I have him as a playoff team. You think he has um, the managerial skills to make the moves necessary from a trading perspective? So I don't even know if it's the managerial skills. <laughs> I just think that he's, he's able to wait out swindle. the bums. He, yes, he's better than these guys. I don't know if Gallagher's some sort of savant. Um, some he's very off some good trades. He has. He does. All timers. He does not get. He he's does not get all timers. He does not get impatient. Um, he's able to really wait out these suckers. <laughs> he does it every year. Um, and he's gonna do it again this year. I don't you're know who the sucker I was gonna say you're the, you're the poker guy, so you you gotta hit me with the, the rounders quote right there. <laughs> yeah, if you, yeah, it, it's 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 one of these dudes here. If you can't find the fish mm-hmm. at the room, you are the fish. <laughs> so, who do you think? Uh, uh, who do you think's his best buy, worst buy, playoff team? Um, I think that his best, so I'm going to go a little bit, I'm going to mix and match from his team here. Well, um, I think, I think that George Kittle at $23 is his best buy, which would make Kelty his worst buy. Whoa. I like Kelty. I like having him. I don't, I want it to be clear that I don't like the double tight end. People, I don't think that that's a good move. Um, he's done it before. Maybe this is just him having too much pride and trying to get a gotcha moment, um, which he lives for. Um, but I think it's one or the other. It's people either forget, people forget Kelsey had that reality show catching Kelsey where he was a dweeb trying to like, yeah. like he's yeah. Kelsey is he's no he's no Gronk he's no Gronk. People have forgot how good George Kittle is as well. I've noticed that over drafts this year. Uh, George Kittle has the ability to be the best tight end in the league. Uh, if he can stay healthy, if, you know, if they get Trey Lance in there, I think that that might be a little bit better for him. George Kittle has been a very good tight end with some very, very bad quarterbacks when Jimmy G goes down. Um, but I do like the team. I think. He he does need to make. Um, he's he's got to get something. Get some names that people want. Yeah, get some names and, that people will want. Yeah, and he'll and he'll get through it. Um, I I assume that he'll probably trade one of these tight ends. I don't think he did last year, but it's a lot harder to trade T.J. Hawkinson in than it is to trade George well, Kittle. That's a ricochet shot. I don't think that meant it's meant as a ricochet <laughs> shot. He got him for one dollar last year. 
And Hawkinson last year, I think Hawkinson's going to be good this year. I think he's a good player. I think it's going to be a very good spot for him. I think he's going to get a lot of targets, a lot of catches. Last year, Hawkinson was just the best of the worst. Like, yes, he was tight end three or tight end four, but he was tight end four getting like 10 points a game while Kelty was tripling him every game. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if that's the case really for, um, for like Kittle and Kelty this year. Might, he might be able to trade them easier, but I like Joe Mixon. I like, uh, David Montgomery and, you know, he's got three running backs there. He doesn't have, you know, a really go-to wide receiver, but mm-hmm. at the same time, McCaffrey is a wide receiver one and running back one when he's healthy. Yep. He certainly is. So best buy, worst buy. Playoff team. Best by George Kittle, worst by Travis Kilty. Uh, <laughs> playoff team, yes. Playoff team. Yeah, I'll say, uh, he's best by, damn. I mean, I don't really want, I mean, I'll say his best by is Dave Montgomery. I like Dave Montgomery okay. at 14. I think his worst okay. by, I think his worst by is Mixon. I'll never, okay. I'll never get on the, the, Mixon train. I don't know if it's the fantasy nerds or if he just loves Mixon. Mixon is just consistently consistently underperforms. Yeah. Um, but I think he's a playoff team. Yes, I do as well. For what it's worth, I think that him and Russ are the two first out of the first round as it stands now with the playoff teams. Okay. Um, so they are five and six for me. No particular order. Yeah. They, um, he, I don't think it seems that good. I'll say that. All, yeah. Yes. So. Uh, on to the next squad here, which is the Redeem team, the team that came in ninth place last year, uh, made an embarrassment of himself. He doesn't play in the NFC. He doesn't play in 15 leagues. So he's not getting the respect that the Dr. Doolittle is Joe Schmo. Uh, we have the Redeem team here. He is. He's back to stink. He's back again. He's back, back to stink again. And going with the same draft strategy he had last year. I think he held back a little bit, but yeah, I'm uh, not scared of Bubba. I think uh, I think his squad's solid though. Like I love. I'm behind on Mahomes this year, absolutely. And I think Dalvin. When we're thinking that Kamara went for sixty six. And yep. McCaff went for 74, 74. is yep. kind of a big deal, even though I don't yep. like numbers that high. Yep. But I don't like Ayuk. I don't like Godwin. I don't like Thielen. Okay. So, like, there's a lot I don't like about the squad. Um, right. And I think he's got a lot of – I see a lot of $1 players. Like, those, yep. that's a unless – you're, unless you're taking home the, the Jalen Waddell, Antonio Brown – Fucking, who are, like, Elijah Moore, Tyrus Moore, unless you're taking home some of these guys that I think are peak $1 players, I don't mm. love the having, what, 60% of your team be $1 guys. I don't, yeah. I don't like that. Okay. Um, so, he's got Mahomes here. Mahomes, uh, very big deal, two quarterback league. Big deal. Um, he's got his, do you think, are, do you think he'll trade Mahomes because, uh, help my, I don't need help with my memory because I've already, you know, articulated how good it is and as the defending champ, I do recall trading for Patrick Mahomes last year in route to the championship. Do you think Patrick Mahomes yes. is on the block 
today? Do not. No, not I do not. In terms um, of on the block today, because okay. you are confusing the <laughs> the ninth NFC. place team, tenth place team, or the tenth place yes. team, ninth place. Got it. Okay. Uh, yes, yes. The NFC thirteen team <laughs> fantasy manager himself, <laughs> Russ Doctor Doolittle. I don't know his last name. Uh, with the Redeem team, the golfer. Hey, we'll always have J.D. McKissick. We'll always have J.D. Bubba, McKissick. the draft advice giver. <laughs> the the Stop. worst advice in the history of the ma- of the auction draft. To answer your question, no. I do not think that Patrick Mahomes is on the table at the moment. Um, one of the reasons for that is because there's another guy in our league with five of them. So, um, I, I like it. I like the team. I like Dalvin. I am a big Aaron Jones guy. Uh, Chris Godwin is the best wide receiver on that team. Um, oh. Adam Thielen is decent. They lost Irv Smith. They don't have a tight end. Adam Thielen had 13 touchdowns last year. I think that he could score a 10 plus this year. I think it's probably the same sort of, uh, stat line he added last year, which is like 70 catches for 900 yards and like a lot of touchdowns. Uh, does um, the, does the, the Vanalytics believe in regression at all? Is he due for some regression? He could be, but 13 where is the regression, where's the regression going to come to? There's no, he, like Justin Jefferson might be able to catch more, but oh, at the we, same time, maybe Kirk uh, Cousins is just catch. 10 times worse this year than he was last year. He could, he could be bad. He could be bad, but I don't think there's there aren't a lot of there's not. Dalvin had his career year last year, so he's got to regress some. There's got to be some touchdowns coming from that. Um, there's got to be you know there was a tight end. Irv Smith might have been able to get he might have had a big Bob Tunyon year where he could have gotten 13 touchdowns and taken them away from from these guys. Uh, but he's out for the season now, so I think Adam Thielen falls into a role there where he's going to get some red zone looks, a lot of them. Um, and I don't think he's a bad buy at $12. I do love Brandon Ayuk. I think he's a superior talent. Um, I don't know how that sort of target distribution is going to go in San Fran. Um, but I do think he's very good. Um, for $9, I think he's probably right in that category of where you're getting Tyler Lockett, where you're getting um, Deontay Johnson, where you're getting Claypool. Like you're looking for a guy that is solid but also has that ceiling where he can get too superior. Um, I think Ayuk is that sort of talent. Um, Zach Wilson, $3. I don't love sure, it. Why not? I like, I like Zach Wilson. I think that he's going to sling it around the field. Um, probably could have got him for a dollar. I don't remember if he brought him out or someone else brought him out, but probably just should have waited longer. I think that 60% of the league doesn't have a clue who he is. <laughs> um, so yeah, just should have waited longer. Um, I do. I love Logan Thomas for a dollar. I wanted to bid one dollar more to get him, but that was going to be my last two dollar bid. Former, former college quarterback. Yeah, which would have afforded me, which did afford me Antonio Brown. We'll get into that later. Point. <laughs> um, I like Tyler Boyd. I like Brandon Cooks for one dollar. For one dollar. Um, yeah, I, I think it's a it's a it has the potential to be a very good team. He's got if, if Zach Wilson is is good, 
I think it's a it's a really good team. He's got um really got, really really good team. I think so. I think so. Yeah, yeah. So, that's what I'm. I'm sticking with that. So who would uh best buy, worst buy, and if it's a really good team, it sounds like he's a playoff team. He is a playoff team. Um, his best. It's his a best big buy. leap for the ninth place. Ninth place, big leap. Yep. His best buy, and I wanted to stick off of the one dollar guys. You can call one dollar buys. Yeah, 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 the yeah. Best, the Really good buys at any time. My best buy is Adam Thielen at twelve dollars. My worst buy. Let's not get it confused with me thinking this guy's a bad player or that it wasn't a good spot for his team. My worst buy is Patrick Mahomes because I don't see the gap being that much different between him, Josh Allen, Kyler, and he went for $10 more than the both of them. It's a lot. It's a lot of money. Mm -hmm. So best buy, Adam Thielen. Worst buy, Patrick Mahomes. He probably would have done it a little bit differently had he known what Josh Allen went for uh, about 10 picks later. Yes, playoff team. Making, making a lot of making a lot of excuses for the redeem team there. I think um, so. I think his worst buy is Godwin, twenty two, okay. definitely. Okay. I think Ooh. his best buy. Yeah, yeah. You don't like that? I don't care. I think his best buy is Dalvin, and I think Dalvin's okay. one of the best buys on the board. I'm shocked. Okay. Like he's tw- especially when you're looking at next to McCaff, twenty one dollars cheaper. No, not not in my yeah. not in my eye. Um, yeah. And yeah, I think he's a playoff team. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, that's a great point. Uh, Kamara goes for 66. McCaffrey goes for 74. Dalvin, up until Jameis gets the job, maybe a week before our draft, Dalvin is the clear cut number two. He's like, his ADP is like 2.1, meaning that he's never really outside of just literally auto pick at number two for every single person drafting. They get a couple things to shake up in, uh, New Orleans. Uh, Taysom Hill isn't the quarterback. Everybody knows it at that point. It flip-flops. I just don't think that there's that big of a gap there. That's a really good buy. I wonder, number three. So, three, he knows how much McCaffrey goes for at that point. He doesn't know how much Kamara goes for at number six. Yeah. Um, but he's getting Dalvin for under prices of Devontae Adams. Um, and under Tyreek. Under, under Tyreek, yeah. Like four dollars more than Chubb. Yeah, like if you're, I know it's not a snake draft, but if you're doing a snake draft, those guys are do are same going at Ridley. the end of the first round. Yeah, same price. So I mean, great buy, good job, playoff team. Um, next we have the Washington Sentinels, um, a guy who <laughs> notoriously sobs into a tissue that I am too hard on him. So I'm going to try to be nicer here. Um, how are we feeling about the Washington Sentinels? My friend, Austin, Texas native, uh, resident, Chad Rafferty. How we feeling? Uh, he's, uh, he's the, he's the fringe team. He's the fringe team. I think he's, I think he's right. You know, middleman Dan, even Stevens, he's a, he's a fringe team. I, uh, I like Kyle Pitts a lot. I okay. like Kyle Pitts a lot. I think yep. 17 is, is too high, but yep. whatever. If you got him for 12, who could, like, I like Kyle Pitts a lot. Um, okay. Amari at the time of the draft felt super low. Lockett at the time of the draft felt super low, like $13, $9. Those are good players to me. I, I yep. have high value. I have a very, 
uh, high value on wide receivers that I think can be just be between wide receiver 10 and wide receiver 20. You typically yeah. get them way under price. And that's, I think that's a good example there. Uh, very much. Yeah. I, the, his, I don't like the, the running backs that much. I mean, Zeke, Zeke, Jonathan Taylor, I don't, I don't love that feels high. 41 feels high. Feels very high. And then he's got yeah. no QBs. And then he's got no QBs. He doesn't have I think Darnold will be solid, but you'd ideally at this point you'd want Darnold to be your third QB, maybe QB two. But yeah, he's got no QBs. Yeah. Um Yeah. I don't think that Chad is a fringe team. I think that Chad has a team here that is right at the moment. We'll see where he lands through the rest of the year. I'm not gonna be hard on him here. Said I was gonna take it easy. Because I do like the squad. He asked me right after the draft <laughs> if he was one of the shitty teams. I said no. I still believe that. So, um, but when, I, I think fringe, fringe, he feels like, uh, sick could be six or could be seven. You're, you think not fringe. So you think he's got one of the top teams in the league? I think he's top four. I think he's top four team in the league. Wow. Chad Royal rumbling. Chad's rumbling. Chad, Chad, Chad could be rumbling. Second. Chad second round Royal Rumbling. Second round Royal Rumbling, Rumbling for the Washington Sentinels. Top 14. Wow. What a comeback story for Falco. Footsteps Falco from, footsteps Falco from Ohio State? Could be. Uh, Big Ohio State guy. What do you, what do you, what do you think for his best buys, worst buys, and obviously you think he's a playoff team? Yeah. I'm going to run down through the team a little bit. Um, I really like the Lockett buy at $9. I like the Deontay Johnson buy. I think that Devontae Smith was a great buy. I think that Amari Cooper, while it's cheating because we watched him last night dominate. See what you've done here, Chad? Do you see what you've done here, Chad? He can't have – every player can't be good. He can't have – every buy can't be a nice buy here, Kamish. I mean, these ones are good buys. He's got five – he's got five wide receivers that are, I think – are going to be good. I think that he's got – he goes Diggs, Amari, Tyler Lockett, Deontay Johnson, and Devonta Smith in the flex, both of them. He's got Zeke and Jonathan Taylor, who I do like Jonathan Taylor. I saw what he did last year. Quentin Nelson is back at practice this week. Carson Wentz is going to elevate that team a little bit more <laughs> than washed up dusted Philip Rivers. You want to be on the record uh, of that? Whoa, whoa, whoa. We want to be on the record saying that? Carson Wentz, the only quarterback in the league worse than Cam Newton last year. We want to be, we want to be on the record statement. I'm so deep into <laughs> the record of Carson Wentz that I am, I can't stop now. I can't <laughs> stop. I got to ride it. I got to see it through. I got to see it through. And I think he elevates the play of that team. I think that Kyle Pitts has the upside. I don't know if I like the buy at $17. I think that Ryan Fitzpatrick can be okay. Okay meaning 15 to 20 QB. I think that Sam Darnold falls maybe a couple spots higher, maybe 13 to 18. He does need some work there. Um, I don't know if he's going to be able to get that. 
he really seems dead set on trading Melvin Gordon, who I don't even think a real NFL team would want to trade for Melvin Gordon. Um, but yeah, um, he's got Rob Gronk. He's got Michael Carter, who, you know, could be good at some point. Nico Collins, if they can figure out any way to pass. You just, Kamish, you just named all 16 players. And you didn't, We're have running the roster. you didn't have a bad thing to say about any of them. He has a perfect roster. I don't think he has a perfect roster. I'm, I'm pulling Teddy teeth out of you. I'm pulling teeth out of you here. Teddy two gloves. Not a good buy. Oh. <laughs> Kyle. So, um, I will just, I'll kick it off here. His best buy. Saying it. Five dollars. Demonte Smith. Oh my God. So, uh, his worst buy. Kyle Pitts, $17. Kyle Pitts at $17 is very close to George Kittle at 23. Yeah. Where it's the spot where you can have the chance at the nice shiny new thing <laughs> or you can have the shiny nice thing. <laughs> Someone's just playing for the chance, man. He's just playing for the chance. I don't know why. I don't know why he's doing that. Sorry, Chad. It's all love. Um, Devonta Smith, best buy, Kyle Pitts, worst buy, playoff team, top four in the second Royal Rumble. That's Boom. Boom, there you got it. So, uh, what do we got? What do we got? Worst buy, Jonathan Taylor, 41, feels high. Okay. Feels, feels too high. Um, I okay. don't love him as much as you do. Best buy, I think, is easy money at Lockett at nine. Um, yep. and I have him as, I do not have him as a playoff team. We're, we're definitely fought. I mean, I guess I have him as the middle team, but I don't have him as a playoff team. Okay. I think, yeah, I don't have him as a playoff team. Okay. All right. Hey. Yeah. feelings here. Yeah. You're just going to have to take it up with Chad. He's very sensitive. <laughs> so good luck with that, man. Um, I, I'm not saying anything bad about Chad's team the rest of the year. Um, we are about, I don't know how many miles, uh, 1500, 2000, 4000. <laughs> I have no clue. I have no clue. Uh, we are 25 states away from each other. Um, I can't get any face-to-face contacts. Um, probably ain't gonna see him for. A while. I can't. Yeah, I can't have that shit on my conscience, man. So uh, you can take it up with him uh, outside of the podcast. That is not the official ranking of the podcast of the Clubhouse Fantasy <laughs> Podcast. I want it to be known that the official ranking. Is in the so we have two teams remaining. We have my team. We have your team. Which team do you want to do first? And we can go for it. Yeah, no, we can, uh, we can go for your team first. I'm looking at it right now. Killing them, killing them okay. swiftly. Uh, okay. do you, do you want to talk about your team first or do you want me to talk about your team first? You. I don't want to influence Yeah, you. yeah. All right, all right, all right. Right on, right on. Um, I think you, I think the team's good. I think you have, you have okay. Josh Allen and Kyler. Those to me are pegged as the two I don't know, two of the top four QBs, I think, Kyler, without a no. doubt. Without a doubt. I think mm-hmm. Kyler Murray probably has the chance to be the first 5,000-yard passer, 1,000-yard rusher. I think Josh Allen has a chance for, I don't know, five to ten rushing – like maybe ten rushing touchdowns. So I think the, I think the strength of your team is at the QB level, and I think it's, I think it's very uh, reminiscent, and it's almost like you, you're benchmarking your team off the defending champ of last year who had Mahomes and, and Russ, Russell Wilson. So okay. I do like, I do like the very, Russell. very strong dual 
dual QB play here. And I don't think you overpaid. I don't think you got him as a bargain. I think he paid list price and got, you know, two of the best in the biz. Um, I think, yeah, I think, what do we got here? Yeah. I mean, I don't like DeAndre Swift. I don't like DeAndre Swift at eight. Um, I'm actually a little surprised by, I mean, because you got the $2 ones mixed in. I'm so used to looking at like eight ones in a row. So yeah, 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 yeah. We're, we're on to something here. Um, yeah, I don't, I I don't like Swift. I don't like DeAndre Swift in your like, you know, the, the T Higgins nonsense is nonsense. I think T Higgins is good. I think $8 is, I think $8, I don't want to say it's a steal, but I think it feels low. And I think yeah. T Higgins is a, it can be good. Does that mean, could he be a top 20 wide receiver in our league? Maybe. Um, but I'm not going, I'm not going that much higher than that. Javante Williams, it's interesting that you have Melvin Gordon's handcuff. Um, but you have McCole Hardman, you have Antonio Brown. So you also have Gerald Everett. Those guys, those guys are good. We're looking at a $2, a $1, and a $1. Those are some, those are some legitimate players. And I want to touch upon one of them briefly. And that's McCole Hardman. Right now, as we speak, I think McCole Hardman is injured. I think he's dealing with a hammy. But it is now or never for McCole Hardman. He is either going to be elite as F or he is going to be out of the NFL in 18 months. It's now or never. And I think it's now. I think McCole Hardman's elite. I think McCole Hardman has a better chance of being a top 25 fantasy wide receiver than your boy T. Higgins. And that's because he, at any point in time, can take it to the house. And there's not a lot of other options besides Kelsey and Tyreek Hill. And I think Antonio Brown's going to stink. And I love Gerald Everett. I love Gerald Everett. Um, I think Gerald Everett's good. I think... I think you're going to notice that maybe you should trade Darren Waller. I don't know. I think Gerald Everett's good. So who do I think stinks on your team? Obviously, DeAndre Swift, Chase Edmonds, Robbie A. You're a little late on Robbie A. I mean, this Trey Lance stuff, whatever. Um, And Justin Jefferson is good. But you seem a little – I feel like you're a little too hell-bent on him being number one guy guaranteed as a top five to seven fantasy wide receiver this year. So – so I'll I'll and then I'll stop and let you talk before I give you the worst buy, best buy, and if you're a playoff team. Okay. Um. So. Yeah, and you, you I didn't start. I had, you heard what I said. You heard what I said. Yeah. All right. I got um. Uh, I got the two quarterbacks. I came in. I realized that I thought that these guys uh were going for. I mean, these guys. Um. I I thought that. The top echelon of players at their positions, whether it be running back or wide or wide receiver, um, that they were going for numbers that I couldn't really figure out during the draft. Uh, at pick number 23, Josh Allen comes out, and I decide that I am going to go for quarterbacks. Uh, I got Justin Jefferson for 40, um, and I just figured, screw it, I'm going to go for these guys and see what I can do if I can get a couple quarterbacks. I got Josh Allen. I got Kyler Murray. I'm very happy about that. Um, I like DeAndre Swift. Um, I think that DeAndre Swift could – he has the upside to be a very good 
fantasy running back. He reminds me of a smaller Eklund, um, where he can catch a lot of passes. He can also get in the running game. It's really just a question probably if he's going to stay healthy or not. Um, I think that uh, Jamal Williams behind him stinks. Um, I don't think he's a very good running back. I think that's why Green Bay let go of him and kept A.J. Dillon because he's very way better. Um, I got Darren Waller. Very happy about that. Hate streaming tight end. Uh, T. Higgins. I am the conductor of the T. Higgins fan club train. <laughs> um, I think he has the potential this year to be the alpha in Cincinnati, a team that is passing a ton. Um, and I think that could lead him to fantasy numbers of wide receiver one capabilities. Um, I have Antonio Brown, um, who I think is on Thursday night is going to have five catches for 121 yards and a touchdown. Um, and I think he's going to be labeled as big back. No, I doubt Um, it. I'm not buying that. I think he's, I think, I think he's going to have some issues and he's not going to finish the season on the, the Buccaneers. I think he's going to be out of the league before fantasy season is over. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, so I believe I have a pretty well-rounded team. I have some guys at the end of the draft here um, that are, I think, uh, could be pretty good upside potential. Um, I think that my best buy is DeAndre Swift. I think that my worst buy is, yeah, probably Justin Jefferson. And do you think you're a playoff team? Yeah, you're a playoff team. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah like 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 uh, second round Royal Rumble playoff team. Yes. All right. All right. Okay. Yeah. 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 I think uh, I think worst. What are we doing? Worst buy here. Worst yeah. buy. Yeah, yeah. I think Justin Jefferson's your worst buy. Feels a little high. Okay. I think Jeff, Jeff, okay. Justin Jefferson's worst buy, and I think your best buy is. I think Waller. I thought Waller yep. was going to go way higher. I thought Waller yep. was going to go into the 30s. I thought there was actually a, a small chance that someone got excited and it, it he went more than Kelsey. Like, I feel like it's not like a yep. huge steal or like a 50% discount, but you got below market rate for like everyone's favorite player all of a sudden. Yeah. And I think, I think sure. you're, I think you're a playoff team. I think you're, right. yeah, I think you're a second round Royal Rumble playoff team. All right. Last. But certainly not least. Oh, let's go. We have... Oh, let's go. Oh, let's go. We have... I don't know if he's changed his name by now because this sheet was printed off a a, a little bit ago. But I have Baked, (laughs) Seedy, Frankie, Mirandy here, and I will kick it off. The defending champ. Chicken Broccoli Seedy. Chicken Broccoli Seedy, the defending champ. The defending champ, fellow yep. Pazon. Yep. I was sitting next to the couch on with Frankie um, for this draft, um, and I'm, gonna, I'm actually I'm actually going to start this off with a little story. <laughs> sitting next to Frankie on the couch, and pick number. Going to hear for the reference. Pick number one nineteen comes up. That's my pick. I've got $2 left as my max bid. Frank has $2 left as his max bid. 
And I put out there Miko Hardman, who I am also relatively high on this year. He has a very good team he's on. Sammy Watkins is gone. They seem to want to give him a chance to figure it out. So put him out there because I'm happy if I get him. But I'm also competing with one last guy that has $2 as I have. If he bids $2 on him, his night's over. He has $1 for every player left, and I have the cap on everybody. I can pick one guy that I want. It times all the way down to zero. I get McCole Hardman, as you guys know by now. I start looking at the draft board. I see Antonio Brown on the draft board, and I think to myself, how in the world after all of this fantasy <laughs> research, after this whole time I've been playing fantasy football now for 18 years, 19 years, how did I mess this up? <laughs> how did I do it? How did I do it? I got Joe. Joe brings out a player. Nobody wants him. <laughs> has a player because Brando has since run out of money at this point uh, with $11 left, might I mention. Um, and Russ does not bring out Antonio Brown. So if one of those guys had brought out Antonio Brown, it's a race between Frankie and I to see who could click to the quickest. <laughs> I'm okay living with that. I am not okay living with knowing that I made a mistake and that Frankie only has to bring out Antonio Brown for $2, and I have no fucking say in it. The next pick is Frankie. Frankie is up. Frankie goes on to the clock. Frankie puts out Antonio Brown for $1. Slaps his hands together like this. <laughs> Welcome to the squad, Antonio Brown. As I click to and take Antonio Brown. So... Frankie was distraught. <laughs> Lucky that that was close to the end of the draft. Frankie was so distraught that at pick 129, Joe brings out Henry Ruggs the third. <laughs> oh, welcome to the squad, Henry Ruggs. <laughs> Only for Frankie to click big two, say, fuck you, Grunt. Henry Ruggs is on my team. <laughs> I don't even Ken Krugs might sense be dropped from Frank's team because I don't even know if he's really No, I'm, I'm probably I'm not gonna get I'm gonna hold on to him forever now. Alright, he's gonna hold on to him. He's gonna hold on to him. Just out of respect, out of respect for his fellow North Shore resident. But that's the story. The anger got taken out on the innocent Joe Grubbs, <laughs> the chubby cheese. Um back to baked. Seedy, chicken and I was baked uh, seedy was a little too baked seedy, and <laughs> I that was I never in a million years thought why don't I just click two, and yeah I I thought I I just automatically had him anyway I don't know if I was just yeah. I was living in the world I was already in week six where Antonio Brown was wide receiver seven on the season and just running around <laughs> catching touchdown passes I was so far. <laughs> into the future where I was already, I was already like literally getting ready to type like, uh, you know, wake, wake me up when it's the Royal Rumble. Like I'm going to win back to back. Like I'm literally 
I don't even need to trade. Like I'm, my squad is loaded and, uh, it, I don't know if it was Yahoo glitch. I don't know what it was, but I never, I just, yeah, dude, I didn't, I really, it sucks. It sucks. I knew I, I know how good AD is and I only have him in one of three leagues. He should be lost. He should have been on my team in every fucking league. And this was the easiest one to get him. And I knew it the entire time. I waited so long to spend my money and to botch that at the end of the draft is if I don't win the championship, it's going to be because of that. It was a big, it was a big, it was a big fuck moment because that was in my mind securing like, I'm I'm loaded with that wide up. Like that was securing that was the ace up my sleeve. That was the ace up my sleeve that I just misdealt. I don't know how you want to fucking say it. Sucked. Yeah. Um Yeah. So we're lucky that was at the end of the draft. That was post a couple uh it is legal in Massachusetts now, so I can't say it. Uh that was post a couple of bong rips, which I'm not sure Frankie is I hadn't probably ripped a bong in maybe four years. I was feeling yeah. great. I was oh my god. A-, a B and I I was getting gifts ready, like future gift gifs of A B and I dancing. Like I was <laughs> I was yeah. In my mind I was like twenty and oh, like rolling. Yeah. Only for me to come in and you had like one of those big share size Reese's packs with three in them and I just took the last one. Took the last Reese's. Yes. And just ate it. Didn't yep. even say anything. Nope. Yeah. It so, took, it took me like here. 30 seconds to realize it. I know. Yeah. <laughs> he was sitting there. He was distraught. This, this isn't, this isn't some sort of cinematic, uh, <laughs> revealing of how it went down. Frank was distraught. He didn't, he had to, once I told him that I, cause I started cracking up. Once I told him that AB was on my team, he was so distraught that he didn't believe it. He <laughs> went to his team. You could see him scroll down on the draft board to look at his team to make sure that I wasn't lying that I had. It. He wanted to know why the auction stopped because once you cap, once nobody else can bid, it just goes to the next guy, no matter how much time there is. It doesn't, it doesn't waste the time. And let it run down. So there's 16 seconds left. I hit two after him being out there and being static for about 14 seconds. And Frank's like, what the fuck? What, what just, what just happened? What, where is it? And I, I couldn't stop laughing at this point. And I said, I, I, I got him for two. And he was so distraught that he wasn't even saying anything. And he was scrolling aimlessly to the bottom of his team frantically trying to see if AB was on his team and I was just playing some major joke on him, which I wasn't. I wasn't playing a joke. I thought it was a I joke. Get AB. I thought it was I a joke. I thought it was a joke. Yeah. But anyways, here we are. We are at the last team. We are at Baked ZD. Uh, everybody knows by now if they can count. I'm not sure a lot of guys in this league can, uh, but we are at the final team. I have mentioned five playoff teams, so we'll start off without the suspense that this is a playoff team. Um, he didn't have a pick until 26. He didn't have a pick until 26. And at pick 26, he had, he had rode in with grunts. He rode to Sean's house with grunts. And I think, I don't want to accuse anybody or, or say what happened without knowing all the details, but I'm pretty sure that he told grunts 
at some point during this car ride, <laughs> maybe willingly or mistakenly, that he was getting AJ Brown. <laughs> and that backfired. As a fellow North Shore resident, it backfired on him. Um, the boys battled. Um, Grunts was sitting next to me, as I had mentioned. He was riding in the truck. He was between Frank and I. Frank and Grunts were sitting next to each other. Grunts was hitting bid on AJ Brown while the bid button was still gray because he had the highest bid. He could not wait to bid more on AJ Brown. Um, every time Grunts was bidding, or every time, sorry, Frank was bidding, Joe would bid. Um, all the way up to $46 for AJ Brown. Not the best start, not where you want to be when you've waited 26 picks for your first player. Um, uh, but the North Shore, no one is loyal to anyone. Um, obviously. So that's where they are. Um, next time, next pick, three picks later, he gets Clyde Edwards Alaire, CEH off the board. Uh, $23. I think that's a pretty decent buy for $23. And then he starts to rip off some picks. He's got Keenan Allen. He's got CeeDee Lamb. He's got, um, uh, Cooper Cup. I think those are all good buys. Justin Herbert, overpay, $20. I, I like Justin Herbert. I'm into where he is. He needed a quarterback at this point. I think Brando's probably got three at this point. He's bidding on Justin Herbert, like, give me, give me, give me more quarterback, more quarterback, give me, give me, give me. Um, Frank has to go up against him. Joe looks over at Frank, sees that he is, um, sees that he's very zoned in on bidding on Justin Herbert. He thinks to himself, huh, seems like Frank really wants this guy. Give me, give me, give me. I'm a bit on Justin Herbert too. So Frank has got a little bit of bidding war. He's got people tailing him. He's got, he's got the cops behind him. Quarterback pop and his no thinking cop, which is Joe. So he's got the two cops tailing him while he's like, come on, man, I have no quarterbacks at this point. So alas, we get to Justin Herbert, $20, a little bit of an overpay. It's okay. He's a good quarterback. It's not going to hurt you. He rips off TJ Hawkinson, the next pick, eight bucks. That's a, that's a hell of a buy. It's a hell of a buy for TJ Hawkinson. He gets Jalen Hurts. Joe Grubbs and Brando don't know who Jalen Hurts is. <laughs> Running quarterback. He is deemed non-accurate in the NFL, even though he was very accurate at Alabama. I mean, who knows? Oklahoma, also very accurate. Um, we'll see. There's a few other guys down here. Um, you know, we, we, got, we got into the Henry Ruggs thing. I think that the, the running backs are fine. He's got Claypool, who, who's good there. Um, yeah, I'm liking the team overall. It's a standard Frankie team, though. There wasn't much off script. I couldn't have probably named all the players, but this is the exact team I, I pictured you having. Um, how did you feel about the draft? Yeah, I mean, the A.J. Brown was – was. It, it's. I don't think people understand how difficult it is waiting these picks out and just seeing yeah. all the good players get drafted, every player you want. So yeah. – uh, Fucking the the forty six AJ Brown really. If if I wasn't so you know mentally I, like just so just so intellectually strong and like so hard to like you know rattled and calm cool and collected, I probably would have you know 
lost control and completely botched the team and pulled a Mikey. But what I did was I realized I got a lot of money left and I just started shooting. So beyond AJ Brown, there's not a, there's not an over, I mean, I guess you, Herbert, whatever, but there's really not an overpay. Like AJ Brown was the, was the bad pay. And then I was just rolling. Um, but you always, I always go into the draft with guys I want and I usually don't get the guys I want. I went in the draft. I wanted AJ. I wanted CD. I wanted cup and I wanted Waddle. And I got those guys, and I got those guys outside of AJ, Keenan, Cup, and Waddle. There was really no no issues. Like CD at thirty bucks, no issue, no issue at that. I honestly would have allowed myself to get bid pretty high on CD, pretty high. Um, I don't like my QBs. So, uh, but what I kept saying to myself is, I walked out of the draft last year with, you know, Tannehill, Wentz, and Burrow, and I. Won the championship with Mahomes and Russell Wilson. So, you know, the QBs could be worse. So I think, I mean, I think my team's loaded. I think I have very good wide receivers. I think I have a solid tight end, solid QBs, solid running backs. And I think AJ Brown and CD Lamb are two top five wide receivers. And I think Jalen Waddle is going to be too good to like describe. I think Waddle is going to be really, really, really good. So. You know, despite the Dolphins stinking and Tua stinking is probably the reason maybe he's more like a wide receiver 15 to 20. But, like, I think come week two, everyone's going to be like, damn, this dude's elite as fuck. So okay. I think um, I think I'm I think I have a very good shot of repeat. I I, uh, okay. I think I'm one. I think I'm like two trades away. Ideally, if I could flip like a running back and, you know, maybe not maybe not one of my top three wide receivers. If I could flip like a running back, maybe not one of my top three wide receivers in something like, uh, you know, uh, uh, a player I chose that just is the sexy name. If I could flip those yeah. type of players into like an, a real elite wide receiver, then my team would be really, really rolling. So yeah. that's, that's definitely something I is a, is a top priority of mine is to take take my what I think is my fourth best wide receiver, my best running back, and turn that into a bona fide stud. Okay. All right. I don't know if I see that happening, but um <laughs> we'll see. We'll see if that happens. My um Yeah, worst buy, best buy, play you said I'm a playoff team. Yep. Best buy. Uh Jalen Hurts. Seven dollars. Jalen Hurts, best buy, seven dollars. That's the same price tag as Matt Stafford, uh, that is $20 lower than Russell Wilson. Um, yeah, best buy, Jalen Hurts, $7. Worst buy, AJ Brown, $46. Yep. I think that's the worst buy. It's a tough one. We wanted yeah. him, kind of got stuck, needed him there. Needed really him there. You needed get, him there. I, I didn't have a choice. I don't think that you get stuck. If you don't tell Grunts that you want that guy, I don't think you get stuck. It was just you and Grunts from about 35 all the way to 46. Um, he just wasn't giving up. Um, so, yeah, I think that's the worst buy. I don't think it's the worst buy in the world, though, because, you know, if you pay an extra $5 for a super elite guy, I don't think it's the end of the world. Yeah, okay. Um, 
playoff team. Yes. So yeah. what do you think for yourself? Definitely playoff team. Definitely second round Royal Rumble team. And I think the a strong argument to be made a favorite. A favorite to win the championship. Um I think AJ Brown definitely a really big overbuy. Like in my head, I I, I honestly thought I was gonna get AJ Brown for less than thirty dollars. So that to me, yeah, like a huge overpay. And then my best buy, I don't, um, I don't even think it's close. Claypool at three dollars. I think that's just okay. stupid. Um, yep. I think, I think he had, uh, I don't know, double digit touchdowns as a rookie. Wasn't even utilized that much. I think he, yep. I think he, yeah, three dollars is, he could easily be a top 15 wide receiver. Easily. Okay. Um, and then, yeah, I think, I think, I think I'm in a very good spot to repeat. I think I'm certainly a top two team in the league, maybe top three, if you wanted to be a little more diplomatic. But uh, I think I'm in a very good spot. I think I need to. I think I need to make a big trade, and then yeah, people will really, really be unnoticed. I feel like people walked away from the draft kind of thinking I, similar to last year, that I waited so long and I didn't have an A plus stud. So I think uh, I gotta, I gotta put the squads on. I gotta put the other owners on notice. Okay. Um, I have, I'm just going to go down through it here. Um, I have second round Royal Rumble. Uh, the top, the four finishers are going to be me, Frank, um, Bubba and Chad. I think the two people first out, but also making it to the playoff round right now, as it stands are Gallagher and Rust. I think the four guys on the outside looking in, um, are Drake, Brando, Grunt, and Mike. That's where I'm at. Interesting. My guys, what do you got? Yeah. You want to recap so, yours? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So my uh, second round Royal Rumble, the top four guys. I would. I have me. I have you. I have Brando, and I have okay. um, Cotton Eye Joe Show. I think those are the, okay. I think those are the four best teams. I think we're kind of, we're, we're definitely far off on a, your Chad and my Brando, clearly. Hey, that's great. That's great. <laughs> the people don't, the people don't want us, the people not, don't want us to agree. There, I, there are a lot of teams that still I just don't think are very good. Like yeah. I, I think more than half the league isn't very good. Yeah. I agree. Um, so, which is interesting because there's been, there, you would think if half the league isn't very good, the the trade market would be booming. So maybe the trade market's going to be booming. Yeah. Um, Makes you think. What do you think is the best buy overall in the entire league? Best buy in the entire league. Dan, do you have one right now? Can you give me like 10 seconds? Yeah, I can. I think you're going to agree with me. I think it's obvious. I think that Dalvin Cook is probably the best guy yeah. in the entire league. Yeah. Um, all right. I would agree with that. So, but let me, I'll pick one too. But yeah, that's the, just the, yeah, the $20 lower than McCaff, the $15 yeah. lower than Kamara. Um, all right. So then I would say the next one. E- I mean, I'm not going to say a guy that's on your fucking team. So I think, uh, I think Claypool at $3 is an absolute steal. I think, I think, I don't think anyone would be surprised 
if Claypool led the league in receiving touchdowns and was wide receiver seven. I don't think that would surprise anyone. I got him for yep. three dollars. I think obviously he's more like gonna be closer to a top twenty guy, like closer to twenty. But like three dollars, I think was a. Um, I thought he was gonna be a fifteen to twenty dollar guy. Yeah, I thought there was a chance okay. that he was gonna go super high and people were gonna get out of control. So yeah. that's something that I uh, I really like. He catches long balls and he catches touchdown passes, and he's young. Mm-hmm. So it's like yeah. he's not. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what that means, but. He's the yeah. second year. Yeah, yeah. Like, I just, I feel like you just feed him the rock. Yep. I think that the worst buy in our league is he didn't have all the information at the time, so I don't think it's his fault. But after sure, everything shakes out, I think Travis Kelsey is the worst buy in our league. He's $46. Kittle is 23 Waller is 25 Kyle Pitts is 17 uh, Mark Andrews is 6 Hawkinson is eight. I just don't think Kelsey is double those top guys and eight times better than, or six times better than Hawkinson and Mark Andrews. I don't think that happens this year. So that's where I stand on that. Do you have one that you want to go with for worst? Worst by. Interesting. I'm taking the easy ones. I'm taking the layups. Yeah, yeah, seriously. Um, the worst, yeah, the worst buy for me <coughs> is it's definitely Jonathan Taylor at $41. That feels very okay. high to me. Um, I don't think he's, that, I don't think he's bad. That feels very high. Going after the sensitive guy. Don't like it, but it's all right. <laughs> all right. Um, anything else you want to add prior to week one kicking off on Sunday? Yeah. I mean, as as the defending champ, um, definitely excited to, to get back into the the swing of things here at the, in the clubhouse, the fantasy the fantasy season underway. Uh, lines of communication are always open to the VTPs. I think uh, I think I'm ready to rock and roll. I think Mikey's team is like so far and away the worst team in the league. Um, yeah. yeah, I'm uh, I'm pretty pumped for the season. Ready to rock and roll. And also, I think the the commish displayed quite a few quite a few biases on record. And uh, I'm, I'm very curious to see uh, how the, the fellow owners are going to feel about some of the some of the the inherent biases you might have been uh, displaying during this during this pod. I also like it because I think that this podcast, um, while it isn't in our best interest to go around and say the players that we like and what we think the best buys are on record, um, I think this does spice things up a little bit i think it um you're the defending champ we have two of the best teams in the league um and we're not scared to come out here and say who the best players are who we think the best buys are um could i have gone a different way and said someone other than trey sermon on sean's team that i like sure but you know let's keep this thing competitive i think it's uh i think it's a good little edge i think uh you know sean it's funny because, you know, you're not right every time, but because I said that about Trey Sermon, I guarantee by week 11, he's still going to be on Sean's team, even if he's got 11 zeros. Uh, just because of that one time I said Travis Fulgham was good. Um, but you know, that's, uh, that's where we're at. So I think that, you know, we're ready to go. We have hopefully a trade market that spices up. We still have a guy 
at the end of this podcast, the conclusion of it, with one quarterback in the league. Um, he's going to need to make some moves. Um, our fellow league member was 30 minutes late, but it's all love. So if you've made it this far, good luck in week one. And hopefully some of these takes are correct. Hopefully some of them get exposed. Let's rock and roll. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. All right. Good luck, everyone.